Brian, I have a quiz for you. Oh, boy. What do the three statements all have in common? Don't care, never got into it. Sounds like more of the same. And not my thing, but cool. Ooh, bonus points on number four. No thanks, too weird. <laughs> They're all things that Derek wrote about games coming out this year. True story. <laughs> Let's move away from lies and fears. Perhaps it's time to leave. Welcome this week to another episode of Shattercast. I have with me Derek and Brian. Yo. Thank you guys for joining us. We're going to be talking about some upcoming games of uh, 2019, things that have yet to release that we might be excited about. By the time this comes out, I know we're going to mention Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3 will have come out, yep. so that's that's important to mention. Uh, at this time of recording, it is upcoming. Yes. But by the time of viewing, you've probably Already lost played it. a lot it's of time hard. to it. A lot yeah. of people are pretty hyped for it. Don't know if I am, but we'll see. We'll see. Derek, why don't you open us since you've given us so many <laughs> wonderful notes on things you're excited about. So we went through a list of popular games that are coming out. Um, as you heard, I have some strong opinions about Ooh. some of them. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> quiz number two. With I mean, your notes upside down. Okay. I've honestly only identify, heard like half of these games. Can right. you identify which game you said this about? Sounds good. Put me on the spot. Here we okay. go. Okay, all right. Uh, sounds like more of the same. Which game did you say that about? Borderlands 3. Ooh, good job. Uh, <laughs> Uh, not my thing, but cool. Uh, was that Pokemon? It was. Yeah. No thanks. Too weird. Death Stranding. <laughs> All right. He, it, it, those were his thoughts. He remembers. he remembers. There you go. Uh, so, yeah. So, we just wanted to do this segment because there's been a bunch of conventions that happen uh, this summer. Um, there's E3. Um, Nintendo does a bunch of directs uh, throughout the year. Um, Gamescom and PAX Prime. So, we just picked out a few and we'll, we'll just chat about a few of them. Um, one, Gears 5 is coming out. Uh, I was never a huge Xbox player, so I never got into the series. You guys. I was a PlayStation guy myself. I was also a PlayStation guy. I ended up getting an Xbox to play some games with my brothers because that's what they use for online multiplayer, um, which at the time I didn't get because at the time PlayStation was still free online and we all grew up with PlayStation. I'm not bitter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, regardless, I never did end up getting into Gears. I played a lot of Halo, uh, which was uh, still is Xbox only, but no gears yeah Halo's was pretty good sorry uh so other games and again just because we're mentioning games doesn't mean we're necessarily recommending them these are just the popular or not recommending them there you go this is uh, all of our personal opinions uh borderlands 3 is coming out uh so borderlands 2 i think was the high point of the series yes. a lot of people were hyped about that where, where are you guys feeling about borderlands 3 how are people feeling about that uh, people are excited. I have I have uh, a couple friends, real life friends, who if you watched our video last week, we were talking about uh, the launch of Classic WoW, who are in my guild, and they're real life friends of mine, and they've already told me that when that game comes out, they're, they're gonna, banning me. They're going to disappear for like two weeks, <laughs> and I'm just like, come on, man, like just get to sixty first. But yeah, no, Borderlands Three is is drawing a pretty excited crowd for sure. I don't know much, but if you haven't seen the cosplays, they're pretty unrealistic, and by that I mean. Incredible. It looks like actual cartoons. Right. It's like, yeah, people are very, 
I, I think rabid has too negative of a connotation, but they're very intense fans of Borderlands, yeah. um, which it took me a long time to get into that game series because originally I was actually turned off by the comic booky sort of action of the game. Like, like the fact that everything looks like the bang, zoom, slap of like early comics, which is great in comics, but I didn't want in my video games. Yeah. Um, but I've come to appreciate uh, what Borderlands has added to culture. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, <clears throat> Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. They're porting it on Switch, redoing it. Uh, a lot of people are hyped about this. I personally don't own a Switch. If I did, this would probably be a game I would pick up. What about you guys? Same, same. Same boat. Don't own a Switch, but if I did, I would I would get it. Just like I would have gotten Breath of the Wild. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah, for sure. We're going to have to remedy that. All right. Yeah. We should get a company Switch. <laughs> Shattered yes. Switch. That we, that we all just like pass around. Just pass around. There you go. Like it. Um, all right. Um, so the Outer Worlds is coming out. Some people say that's going to be kind of a Fallout replacement. As you guys probably know, Fallout 76 didn't land well with a lot of people. We won't get into that discussion. Uh, so they're we hoping like did. the Outer Worlds will come out. Um, for me, games like this, I, I really like games like this that you can explore. We'll talk a little bit about that later on. Um, it is a mature game, so I'm always a little concerned how mature they're going to go. And so um, that's my hesitation. What about you guys? Have you heard anything about the Outer Worlds or anything? That is not a game I've been following very much. I'll be honest, I didn't even know that game existed until now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I do the research, guys. Uh, we're moving on. <laughs> so there's also Pokemon Sword and Shield. I love you guys. Uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. I can't even talk This anymore. is the one I know Pokemon, about. guys. <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon. It's Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> Pokemon. I can't even say it. You take it, Brian. <laughs> Pokemon Sword and Shield. There you go. Let's talk about that one for a second. <laughs> How do so, you feel about it? There hasn't been super big announcements about what's going on, but they've released like a couple new Pokemon designs, obviously. But basically, like the biggest new feature is you can turn Pokemon giant, mega sized. That's like the big thing for this one. So, woo. I guess that's kind of cool, but it's like. A lesser version of Mega Evolutions, I would think. Hmm. I think. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the words of Derek Liss here, not my thing, but cool. I'm excited for you guys. <laughs> yeah, if you're hyped, I'm hyped for you. We're, I, <laughs> I'm excited that you're excited by that. No, Pokemon's a very love franchise. Go play, have fun. I mean, I'm wondering if they're running out of ideas for Pokemon because. Yeah. There's literally wanna, like keys. Yeah. Keys are a Pokemon now. Like the lamp. I want to look at them like that Michael Jordan gif. Stop. <laughs> Get some help. <laughs> <laughs> we're going off the rails. All right. So one game I am hyped about is the new Star Wars game, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, Order. So yeah, it seems to be pretty cool. Um, I, I always get hesitant by Star Wars games. I feel like I've been let down a lot. Mm. Um, I, I love the idea of the Star Wars universe. I feel like we haven't been able to explore it very well in game. Uh, mm. There's been a few. Uh, like um, The MMO wasn't bad. Yeah, the MMO was okay. And then um, Knights of the Old Republic, mm -hmm. very beloved. Um, so I, I want another yeah. game like that. So what, what do you guys think about this? I would agree. Um, I really enjoyed the uh, uh, the Jedi Knight games. There were two of them. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed those back in the day. Wasn't that the uh, ones for the Wii? No, no I played them on PC. PC, PC oh, games, yeah. yeah. Before that. Yep. Okay. Never so, so, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, like you, I, I. what was the last game that I did it for? Not No Man's Sky. Um, 
I uh, I don't pre-order games anymore. I've just been burned too many times. And so, uh, like Anthem, I was so hyped about Anthem, but I refused to pre-order it. And I'm glad I did Good it. Good choice. Because, it, yeah, it, it flopped. Yeah. You know, they just they had a lot of work they still needed to do. Just like No Man's Sky. A year and a half later was a great game, but when it came out, it was it wasn't that good. Um, and so, a week after Fallen Order comes out, I'll decide whether or not I want to buy it. I'm excited for it, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool, cool. Hopefully, it's good. We'll see. Um, so, Death Stranding, a lot of buzz. A lot of people are yep. talking about that. Uh, my note says, no thanks, too weird. But I know that a lot of people like games like that. Yeah. So. Well, I'm curious why you say too weird. It's uh, it's. I've heard some thoughts on I'm afraid to the find out, honestly. of it, uh-huh. um, and I think the plot might get kind of dark for me. I'm it will. Sure. Yeah, so. it, it definitely looks like it's going to be pretty dark. I'm a Hideo Kojima fan, uh, just in general. Um, I, it's, it's no secret that I love Metal Gear Solid. Uh, got into that from the beginning. I just love his storytelling a lot. Um, and this is the first big game. I think it might be the first game, actually, since he split with Konami back in 2015. I think he's this was, yeah, the Death Stranding was announced in 2016 at E3. Um, so it's had a long buildup. And the last game yes, that I got hyped about that had a long buildup was The Division. And I really like The Division for all of its faults. I thought it, because the story really gripped me. And so I'm hoping that Death Stranding does the same. Um, we'll see. Uh, Hideo Kojima tends to knock it out of the park. So cool, cool. I look forward to it. Cool. Uh, Psychonauts 2 is coming out, uh, another beloved franchise. I never got into it, but yeah. Um, cool. Cool. <laughs> Police Knots <laughs> is a Hideo Kojima game. I've never heard of that. It's not related to Psychonauts. <laughs> is that it's, what you're. It's, it's, it's what I was thinking earlier. It's like gotcha. it's one word, it starts with a P, it ends in knots. Java's <laughs> like. Is that by Hideo? I was like, oh, I was like, it was throwing me off. I was like, uh, no, but Psychonauts, no. All right, and then at the filming of this, a new game just released called Greedfall. It's uh, kind of a, a lot of people are talking ah. about being kind of a Bioware successor, as you guys know. In recent years, Bioware hasn't delivered. As I thought that like. was the new name for um, uh, EA. Greedfall, ah, bum, bum, bum. (laughs) Taking shots. Oh, my goodness. We'll do something EA later. (laughs) Got him. Um, Hey, EA, hope you're doing well. Uh, (laughs) Be fair to people. If they're Um, watching this, we're doing something right. We're doing something right. Anyways. uh, EA's not going to sponsor us. It's one of those games that's mature rating. I'm always hesitant about that. I'm... If it's a game where you can choose to do mature stuff, but you don't have to, then whew, I'm good. If it's a game that forces you, I, I'm never a big fan of that. So right. um, you're still a child yeah, at heart. What's that's, that? what, that's what you mean. You're still a child at heart. I am. That's what you mean by mature. Thank you. Appreciate. It. So uh, yeah. So those are rundowns of some of the games coming out. Um, as you can see, we're hype about some, not hype about others. Uh, but uh, yeah, for the for the. I will say this, there's a lot of franchise games in here. You got Star Wars, you got Pokemon, Borderlands, Gears of War 5, Legend of Zelda. Um, but you have like you have Greedfall, you have Death Stranding, you have Outer Worlds. Like those three games could all be great or they could all be terrible. Mm-hmm. And what I'm excited about is that they're original new content. Mm-hmm. And so that has me excited. Uh, one of the things that we were going to kind of talk about here in a second is uh, playing games that are expansive, that are immersive, that have worlds to explore. 
And so the excitement of having three, potentially three new universes to play in, mm -hmm. uh, these, these new IPs that are coming out, is exciting to me. And uh, if I was a Gears of War fan, I'm sure I would be extremely excited for Gears 5, like a lot of the people in the community are. But as just a general gamer, I'm excited that there's big games coming out that we have never heard of before. Mm -hmm. uh, because those could end up being one, two, or three games down the road. And, and if, if new original content does really well, then we get more new original content. Mm -hmm. Instead of in 2035 talking about <laughs> Gears of War 17, <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. Uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see more new and original games, which I would love. Different worlds to explore. Which for me, when I get to do that, you know, you're you're taking a journey through with the creators of the game. You know, like when when you play World of Warcraft, uh, you can't help but think about the people who designed the game. And there was a whole book that was released. Um, by some of the people who designed zones and dungeons, and and Kaplan uh, uh, did a lot of work. He was the the lead uh, producer um, way back in the day. Um, his team, like they did molten core in a week, you know. And so it's just it's cool to kind of see the the mind of the creator through what they created. And so I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling, but <laughs> that's why I like story, yeah. Tim. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> that was a joke for one person. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> um, so that's awesome. Uh, and I, I like all that. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> it's getting awkward here. Um, no, I like all that. I, I, I like new IPs. You know, I like uh, exploring new worlds. And uh, so that gets close to our fate point that we're talking about today. Um, so as we're coming up with this list, it dawned on me just a lot of games I'm excited about our games that you can explore, games that have huge lore uh, that you can dig into, great environments. And it just made me think, why do, not just myself, other people as well, why do we like games like that? Um, games where there's a lot of history that's made up, where the creators spent a lot of time, you know, creating how things would look and design, stuff like that. And it just made me think, is that somehow reflecting kind of our relationship with God? and just our desire to be a part of his creation. Um, you know, every now and again, when we put down the controller and actually go outside, uh, it's always great to reflect and see how amazing this world is. And I just want to talk to you guys about that a little bit. Just what do you think is the correlation between kind of us exploring worlds and games um, and us exploring the real world? What do you guys think? I think people really like to be immersed in things that they do. So, like, people will, you know, if they have a bad day or something, they might go play a video game and get immersed and forget about the world and their problems. Um, me, personally, I live close to a lake. So whenever I have, like, a bad day or I'm getting anxious or something happens, I will actually walk over there and, you know, look at the lake and his creation and all the trees. And, you know, if the sun's up, I can see the sun and his creation and... I just feel like that's something really beautiful about God's creation that we can do. Yeah, no, uh, that, me as well. Um, as much as I love games, one thing I think we talk about a lot in Christian circles is when do you feel closest to God, or what do you do um, 
to to get close to them, right? Mm -hmm. uh, very rarely do people say they go into like their room and and pray, and that's their intimate one with God. The, some people have those, and that's mm -hmm. that's their thing. You know, they they turn on some worship music and just sit there and read His Word. Um, but for a lot of people, it's experiential, mm -hmm. uh, and for me, it's nature as well. Um, if if I'm dealing with basically exactly, I would just echo everything you said. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, it's uh, in Ohio uh, where I lived for a while. There was a forest uh, right behind my house, mm -hmm. um, and uh, uh, I would just walk through it for hours and just spend so much time in there. Um, there was something about walking through the trees and getting away from everything. Even on a sunny day, there was just it was full of shade, mm -hmm. and um, it was great. And it, kind of going back to what I said about, you know, when you're playing a game like, wow, you kind of get into the mind of the creator. Um, when you're walking around in nature, I feel like I'm getting more intimate knowledge of God because he intentionally created the things that I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. You know, when I, when I look at a, a bunch of trees over there, like God put those there intentionally. And so why were they here for me in this moment? You know, am I that important or are they here for everybody who's going to walk by and notice the trees? Um, because yeah, because that's God, because He cares, you know. And so, spending that time in nature, uh, it it reminds me of how insignificant I am mm -hmm. by worldly standards, especially like standing next to a big tree. But how significant I am to God that He put something in me that I can experience and feel closer to Him. It's awesome. Uh, there's a cool verse in Bible, Psalm 19.1. It says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the skies proclaim the work of his hands. And I love what you guys just said. I, I think when I go out in nature, and, and I like water too, when I was in college, there was a stream that flowed through our campus. And every time I had to make a big decision or just wanted to spend time with God, I would just go walking. And it was like Jesus was right there walking with me. And and I think a lot of times the reasons we feel connected with God out in nature is we see his creation. Mm -hmm. and, and I love the diversity of creation. I love that God made trees and they don't all look the same. I love uh, animals and, and just how goofy some look and, and how fun <laughs> others look. Um, I love people and just the different... the diversity that we have. And God could have made everyone look the same. He could have made all of creation look the same, but he's a creative God. And I think every time we're creative, every time we're experiencing creativity, we're experiencing part of God as well. And I love that. I love what you were saying, Brian, like when you do go through a hard time, one of the best things to do is get disconnected from this world and, and, and focus on God and creation. And what I mean by that is like, you know, put down Facebook, put down your phone, you know, yes, even put down controller once in a while. And I know, right. Uh, and actually go outside and spend some time with God. Um, I think that's when we get re-centered, reconnected with him. Um, and again, I, I think it's cool to appreciate the different aspects of God that he reveals to us through nature, through hanging out with other people that he created. Um, it's it's just amazing to, to know, as you were saying, John, that this God who created everything cares enough about each one of us as well, that he wants to spend time with us. Uh, the Bible says in Genesis that God walked in the garden of Adam and, and just the idea that God spent time with them. And I'm a firm believer. We have as much of God as we want. Mm -hmm. It's up to us, you know, how much time we want to spend with God. God is always there. He's always excited. Um, he always wants to be part of our life. And it's just us realizing that and being connected with him. That's really good. And just because we all three say that, you know, nature is what we do to escape, it doesn't mean that that's the only way, like, 
maybe you like talking to people and interacting with people. That could be how you escape, you know, making people laugh, seeing other people smile. Mm -hmm. That could be something that kind of distresses you or whatever. So it just doesn't have to be nature. And we're not saying that video games is a bad thing and you can't not escape through video games. It's just... I took a week off of work for Classic. (laughs) I took a week of vacation time. Actually, less because uh, the office closed for the hurricane for two days. So I got a few days back from my vacation. But yeah, no, definitely not saying video games are bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I love all that. And, and yes, there's many different ways that you can kind of disconnect from troubles and reconnect with God. And I think the cool thing is inviting God into everything that we do. While you're playing a video game, while you're watching a movie, like, Hey, God's right there. So there's some great things that God can even show you through that. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really cool. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Both for being here. That was a great conversation. I know we're excited about games. We're excited about things that are coming out in 2019. Uh, different games excite us differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always encouraging to be able to come together uh, and share the excitement that we have of just getting closer to God. Again, um, celebrating God's diversity. We all have different opinions, and and that's okay. That's okay. And that's a, that's my takeaway for the day. <laughs> we all have different opinions, and that's okay. It's fine. And you have a great week. Let's move away from lies and fears. Perhaps it's time to leave. Free from how you-